Welcome back, y'all, to episode 174 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast as well as informing as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen and enjoy the show. I mean, whenever you think about kind of investing into your body, we think about exercising, we think about health, drinking enough water, not drinking too much alcohol, fats, cleanse, diets, etc. I think these are common things most people focus on in the modern day era. Now, if you had like an abundant amount of money, how would you invest? And if you didn't have any money, what would you do? It's so interesting how these parallels kind of go hand in hand and how we get such strong polarities within this country, within this world about how people invest or they don't invest. Well, today, this podcast will be jumping into some very peculiar stories, um, showing and highlighting some disparities, as well as just the awkward nature of this world. Uh, I don't know how else to put it. So let's get into it. So the reason why I bring it up. So this morning or today I was reading an article by um, People Magazine of all kind of talking about a CEO who is an entrepreneur who has, you know, a plethora of money. I think his net worth is 400 million and his name is Brian Johnson, not like the liver king, also 45, not like the liver, liver, liver king. I promise you I've not been drinking. Um, so Brian Johnson is a CEO, and he spends roughly around $2 million a year in treatment for his body. His intention is to remain as an 18-year-old. Um, so he's investing all this money, and he has roughly 30 doctors and physicians on staff working for him. I'm sure they're not full-time, but... They're monitoring his body functions, and they could be daily. They're monitoring different aspects of him, and his intention and his goal is to have the brain, the heart, the lung, the liver, the kidney, the tendons, the teeth, the skin, the hair, the bladder, the penis, and the rectum of an 18-year-old. That's his goal, and he's investing tons of money. And to put this in perspective, if we look at somebody like LeBron James, okay, LeBron James is an athlete. Um, he's been in the NBA for a very long time, and he's kind of getting old enough to where you know he could he could retire. But also, LeBron James spends about 1.5 million on his body, 1.5 million, and that's what he uses to help him make money. Then you have Brian Johnson, not the Liver King, just Brian Johnson, CEO, investing two million in order to kind of have the ability to live like this and. When you look at his lifestyle, it's really, really interesting. I mean, he he really focuses on it. I mean, if you look at his contribution, I mean, he's, he's dedicated. So his blueprint to the program for kind of how he does it is he maintains a diet of 100 and actually, I'm sorry, 1,977 vegan calories a day. Um, he has about one hour with 25 different exercises he uses, high tension, three times per week. I mean, he's a fit guy when you see a picture of him. He sleeps at the same time every night. You know, he also wears 
blue light blockers. I don't know if you're familiar with these, but these are blue blockers that block out the light of your laptop TV screens. They're pretty, they're pretty common, and, and you see them a lot within the tech industry. And according to certain journals, he starts his day around 5 a.m. He takes supplements and medicine, including liponics and skin health. You know, kind of really focusing on those things, turmeric, black pepper. I'm really working on, you know, those, those, those functions of taking those minerals and roots, you know, and he gets on a monthly basis, he undergoes a battery of medical um, products, you know, any example of the outcome of his blood test, he's getting MRIs, he's getting ultra scans, he's even giving medical suits, you know, he's even getting like these medical deep, deep analysis every month in order to kind of have this body of a youngin. So much so that he's investing more in himself than an NBA basketball player, you know, and for him, you know, with him being 35 years old, okay, spending $2 million a year, doctors say he has the heart of a 37-year-old, skin of a 28-year-old, and lungs of, I'm sorry, he has, he has, just, he has a heart of a 37-year-old, the skin of a 28-year-old, and the lung capacity of a fit 18 year old okay i mean i mean when we look at that that's two million dollars a year right there to produce that and we don't know if that's genetic we don't know if that's just a result of him he maybe he could drink beer all day and still have that like you just you don't really know sometimes um so that's brian johnson so we look at him we identify his story and we undergo it and i bring it up because it's like interesting to be like okay so you're spending all this money into your body. You're, you're wanting to live potentially forever, be as healthy as you can, which is great. But you look at that much money and it really makes you wonder, you know, how, how would life be if everybody could invest that, you know? And it's, there's this really big trend too. I mean, I looked at another article, but there's this, there's this community within the billionaire class who are really working to define everything they can to live forever. I mean, like you looked at this, they, there was this event that happened back in 2022 and over 16th where there was 150 people that went, most of them investing in the ability to live forever and the ticket prices were $4,500. And the conference was like, not, it was unlike any, you know, and that's really what we see with this, with the wealthier upper class kind of, uh, I'm sure it was in the past, but there's always these shows and events that are going on that people are buying to be a part of in order to buy this exclusive community in order to understand different aspects where they're kind of taking academics, meeting with industry in order to determine it. And they're meeting there to determine how they can live longer. Jeff Bezos is a big part of this. And people are dumping billions. You have um, a company... You have Saudi Arabia dumping a billion dollars a year in determining how to do anti-aging properties. And it's a much more bigger industry than what we realize. And it's really, when you put it in those concepts, it's like, you know, living forever, it seems like it would be a lot of work. But I guess if you, you know, a lot of these people are billionaires and they want to keep their money and maintain it. So they're willing to do whatever it takes. Well, what's really interesting is like, for whatever reason, a story popped in my head whenever I was thinking of it, and it's the polarity of that, you know, where you have billionaires spending money to live forever. 
people spending millions of dollars more than professional athletes, which to me, and you have it. Well, what if I told you that there's something within the United States that happens where people actually sell body parts? And within the United States, there's also known to have a U.S. market for selling human body parts. And you might think, what are you talking about? Well, have you ever, you know, there's this thing where, you know, it's like, I'll dedicate my body to science. And people are like, yeah, you know, you dedicated your body to science for research, etc. Well, sometimes within the U.S., there is these organizations and these brochures and pamphlets at funeral homes. And whenever you cannot afford to be buried, you can quote unquote donate your body to science. And whenever you donate your body to science, you really don't get a lot of information about it. Um, and it's generally people who can't afford to be buried. So the polarity being people who spend billions of dollars on their body, and the polarity of people can't even can't even you know afford a burial. Well, where this gets interesting is. This article from Reuters was phenomenal. I found it online, and I'd heard from a podcast before, and the story really starts off as somebody, like, working in a shop. The name of it was the Southern Nevada Nevada Donor Services, and this was a company where you could donate your body to in L.A. for research and science, and then they would take that body. Now, when, when your body is taken from these organizations, there's certain laws and procedures that take place. You can't sell things like the liver, the kidney, the heart, or the brain, but you can sell other parts of human bodies to anybody, and it's not illegal. It's literally legal. You know, there's there's laws in place for that, and it's different different things in your body. Like if I donated my body to science and they wanted to sell my hand, they can sell my hand to anybody. You don't have to have any license or any documents, and they're pretty much called a body broker. And the body brokers are able to sell these bodies as a result of being donated to science. Well, whenever you go through the process and the steps of it, what really happens is whenever you're soliciting body parts, you look at, I know you're like, well, we went from millionaires to body parts. Well, just follow me, okay? Because I really don't know where I'm going with this. (laughs) All right, so when you look at soliciting donors, okay, you got to understand the first thing is a body broker will come in and you can you you work with them to kind of donate your body. You consent to it. You sign the documents. You go through some metal, metal, medical checks after death. Okay. Then within the fourth step, what you're going to have is the dismemberment where they're going to take your body apart and there's different things that they can take and can't take based on law. You can't sell a heart, things like that. Then you go through a cremation. So those organs and those pieces of your body actually cremated and the rest is placed on made to order and people can actually place orders on what they need for human bodies you know if people needed you know and this is donated to science and you could donate you know someone could buy 27 elbows in order to conduct surgery the price and quote for the body and then essentially what happens is you can um, take the body part and book it and then use it and um, destroy it as need be but but they're working with these private firms. So an example of this is kind of what happened. So Reuters went through this whole, they laid out a phenomenal article. If you're interested, I would totally, you can Google it. But it kind of started because 
yeah, in 2015, they found the bloody box in this um, dumpster and come to find out a guy was actually taking out a human torso. He was unfreezing it and he was going to ship it because it had been purchased. Now, anybody can pretty much buy these. And whenever you look at it, Reuters did this full thing where they actually went online and within three emails, okay, within three emails, they actually bought, okay, they bought a human cervical spine and two human heads from just two emails. And they sent the emails to a Tennessee broker who sold it to Reuters where they were able to purchase it. They didn't need a whole lot of paperwork and there's really no legal thing that's standing out. You can just buy body parts. And throughout the U.S., there's 33 other body brokers who are active across the country in the last five years selling it. You know, they've, they've sold it in this for-profit, non-profit in three years. You know, within this time period, it's equated to about $12.5 million of the body part industry. So what's interesting about this, I think, is how you donate your body because you can't pay for it. And then these organizations take your body and they use it for for-profit sales. And, you know, and the people are none the wiser. You don't know anything about it, you know. And you kind of go through this point from 2011 to 2015, private brokers dismembered and sold at least 50,000 bodies, okay, which equated to 182,000 body parts. So that is a lot of different body parts, and they're going to whoever wants them. It's not like a, it's not like a well-down thing. And, you know, the sale, the, the price is completely determined by the person and the vendor. And this is where it gets weird. Is like body parts can go from 3000 to 5000 to 10000 Now, for some reason, this makes me really cringe. But a torso with legs costs 500 but a head costs 350 And for a foot, that's $300, okay? So you have different price points, and you can see the breakout of the quotes whenever you're buying human body parts. So. With that being said, I mean, the disparity and the polarity, I can't, I don't know why, but these two articles, these two stories kind of went together in a weird way. And I think looking at, you know, where people can go when they're a billionaire, and unfortunately, when you don't have the money needed to get buried, where where you can go, you know, and it's kind of like interesting to me how these things kind of tie together and work. And the body broker story is one that I just, I might do another full episode on it because it's really interesting how it can happen. But thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll get back to you tomorrow.